It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network and Radio.com present Locked On Today. How far will the Lakers fall before getting LeBron and AD back? How does UConn do this every year? Plus, the Giants have been making moves this week, but how much will those moves actually help? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. The New Orleans Pelicans beat the Calabasas YMCA Lakers 128-111 last night, and it is a team in the Lakers that is now officially decimated by injuries with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, both out indefinitely. Joining me now, Anthony Irwin from Locked On Lakers. And Anthony, where do we stand with what is going on with LA's two superstars? We stand on on injured legs, I think, is, <laughs> is where we're at. Everybody's hurt, especially everybody important. I mean, they, they got Dennis Schroeder back, and uh, they won a few in a row when, when he was back and he was playing next to LeBron. They have enough creativity between those guys to be able to get by. But uh, with Marcus Saul recovering from – he was in the safety protocol for 18 days, so I think it's fair to maybe wonder whether or not he had COVID – so, you know, he's getting his legs under him and he, even though he's cleared protocol is, is now trying to work his way back and Damian Jones's 10 day contract, his second one ran out and the Lakers didn't want to sign him for the rest of the season because they think they're getting Andre Drummond. So that means the tallest person on their team right now is <laughs> I think Montrez Harrell, I believe. And, and he's a short six, eight ish, I believe. So uh, that's that's where the Lakers stand. You can be getting to a playoffs where there is fans in seats and we have real fan presence that could affect these games. Are we getting to a point where we're having to start to wonder how this could potentially f- affect the way they look in the playoffs? Because with the injuries that we've seen, Anthony Davis, we still don't know when he's going to be back. We don't know how long LeBron is going to be out. If they have to be the sixth seed in the West all of a sudden, their their path back to the finals gets a lot tougher. Yeah, I so they are now well it, during this game I don't know where they sit, stand right now but they are about 5 games ahead of Dallas who is currently in the 8th spot. And you know, it's fair to wonder I think at this point whether the Lakers are actually going to be you know in the quote-unquote actual playoffs not counting the play-in uh, game whenever they get one of these guys back. And they'll probably have some work ahead of them to do, not just like you're saying, to get everybody back into a rhythm together, but actually to maybe fight their way back into the playoffs. And, you know, they might have to face the play in game. And when you're when you're talking about a one game sample to decide your season, given how great this team is, you don't you I I don't think they ever anticipated facing anything like that. I think I think the number one thing to watch for 
uh, in the NBA over the next few days is what the Lakers do heading into the trade deadline. Because if they do go in and trade some of their role players, whether it's KCP or Montrez Harrell, for somebody like Victor Oladipo, that might illustrate that LeBron might be out for a little while and they need somebody who can go out and and create his own shot. And that might tell everybody, oh, they're they're kind of scrambling here. And uh, I don't think that's the direction they're going to go in because it's really complicated for one thing. But if that is where they go, that's when the rest of the league's ears might perk up and say, hey, this thing's a lot more attainable than it was a few weeks ago. Coming up, the Philadelphia Eagles sign an ex-Super Bowl MVP. That's next. Today's episode is brought to you by betonline.ag. Just because the NFL is over doesn't mean there still aren't plenty of ways for you to make some money betting on your sports knowledge. And there's one place that has you covered, one place that we trust. That's betonline.ag. And right now, when you sign up for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on, you will get a 50% welcome bonus. That means they will give you money just for putting money in your account. It couldn't be easier. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. There's NBA to bet on, college basketball, baseball is going to be here before you know it, hockey, golf is a blast to gamble on. And when you go to betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON, you will get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The Eagles sign a Super Bowl backup at quarterback. Here's locked on Eagles host, Joey DiBiase. The Philadelphia Eagles are signing a former Super Bowl MVP to back up Jalen Hurts or a rookie quarterback, but no, it's not Nick Foles. It's Joe Flacco who signs a one-year deal to be the backup. This really kind of confirms to some people what they thought would happen as Jeffrey Lurie, the Eagles owner, wanted a veteran backup behind Hurts that would not push him for the starting job in 2021. However, I don't think this ends the Eagles' potential pursuit at quarterback for number six overall in the 2021 NFL Draft. If you look back to 2016, the Eagles had signed Sam Bradford to be the starter in 2016, and then they signed Chase Daniel to be the veteran backup. What did they do a month later? They traded up to number two to take Carson Wentz, and having Chase Daniel actually gave them more incentive to be able to trade Sam Bradford when the Minnesota Vikings came calling. So, if they do draft a quarterback in the first round, having Joe Flacco there could help you maybe look at potential trade suitors for Jalen Hurts. But either way, Flacco will be in Philadelphia in 2021. Two NBA contenders faced off on Tuesday night. What up, y'all? It's Pass First Point Guard host of Lockdown Blazers, Mike Richmond. Blazers dropped their second game in a row tonight, a four-point loss to the Brooklyn Nets. And at this point, the Blazers are who they are. They're good enough to hang with a bunch of good teams as long as they can keep scoring, but they're going to rely on their offense. 
They had no chance to stop the Brooklyn Nets, who were without Kyrie Irving and without Kevin Durant. James Harden is a load. This is still a really good offensive team without him, but the Blazers just, they had no chance of stopping him because this is who they are at this point. They're a bad defensive team that relies on their offense to be great down the stretch. Tonight, they weren't good down the stretch. They missed three or four looks that would have tied the game, and Robert Covington split a, a pair of free throws late. They lost a game they could have won. They are who they are. Crown them. Watch out for the Suns. The same week we're seeing columns and podcasts and tweets all about if the Suns are a Western Conference contender, if they are a legit threat in the West, uh, the Suns prove it with a victory over the Miami Heat on the road, really a game that was not close. Uh, another thorough, consistent, really no holes to poke in it type of game from the Suns as they continue to pile those up. Um, Devin Booker over 50% from the field, DeAndre Ayton, stellar defensively, one of his better nights of the year on that side of the ball, and the Suns are starting a four-game road trip. This was supposed to be the hard game. This was supposed to be the, the one you might drop, and here they are winning it easily. So we could see the Suns go on a little bit of a run. They don't have another game that really should scare them until April 7th against Utah at home on ESPN. So we could be in for not only more of those columns, podcasts, and tweets, but a whole lot more hype around this Suns team as we get into April and this stretch run. For more on the Suns, listen to Locked on Phoenix Suns wherever you get your podcasts. The Houston Rockets are progressing in talks to trade guard Victor Oladipo ahead of Thursday's NBA trade deadline. Oladipo, who can become a free agent this summer, has longer-term interest in joining the Miami Heat and mutual interest in the New York Knicks, according to reports. Oregon State University President F. King Alexander has resigned amid backlash related to his role in the Les Miles sexual misconduct saga at Louisiana State University, where he previously served as president. Former LSU Athletic Director Joe Oliva recommended in 2013 that Les Miles be fired after accusations of inappropriate behavior with female student workers, which revealed that Alexander knew of the allegations against Miles when he was hired as president in 2013. Here is another story you need to know. After a slow start to the women's NCAA tournament, we finally got some upsets. Wright State gets their first tournament win via an upset. BYU beat Rutgers. And much of the power structure in the tournament with the best teams has remained unchanged. Joining me now from Locked On Women's Basketball, Erica Ayala. Erica, has, has anything that we've seen over the last few days on the women's side changed your perception of how ultimately this is all going to play out? Ultimately, no. I think we're really getting to the meat and potatoes of some of the matchups, including what now we can officially ink as UConn versus Iowa, a clash of the the two freshmen. So I think the the big upsets are, are still to come. And and the upsets of of course make any of the of the NCAA tournament games on the men's or women's side part of the fun. We almost had a historic upset with the 15 seed Troy uh, team trying to take down Texas A and M, and a late over and back call that wasn't called was part of the reason we didn't see that. There was also a, a video that went viral of a travel call when one of the players appeared to get clotheslined by a defender and the officiating has taken center stage a little bit. H have you noticed that? Has that been distracting to you? Has it seemed different to you? I think, 
you always unfortunately get um, a series of games that the, the officiating comes into question. It's just really unfortunate that right now we're seeing it in the NCAA tournament and again, um, potentially with, with another upset opportunity. But officiating has its ebbs and flows just like everything else. But yes, some of those questions um, I think were raised for good reason. We are getting... Caitlin Clark versus Paige Beckers. I know that that you really like Caitlin Clark's game. How do you how do you handicap this one? And all caveats uh, apply that we know that basketball is not one on one. It's five on five at all times, and these are going to be these two teams. But we have two star freshman players in this one, and more than that, frankly. Yes, absolutely. I mean, both teams have um, a really different way of playing, um, and I'm really excited to see them head to head. And yes, it is going to be Caitlin Clark versus Paige Beckers for a lot of people, as it was mentioned on the broadcast. I mean, we can root for both. Um, and, and I'm really excited though, that now all eyes, national eyes will be on these two teams and, um, these two players in particular. Handicap it for me. Who comes out on top? Oh, uh, who comes out on top? Ultimately, I think that, that UConn probably has the, the, well-rounded personnel to to get it done. But um, I think Caitlin Clark will, will gain some fans for sure. The Giants have been making moves this week, but how much will they actually help? The cue of the day is next. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing protein bar, all covered with 100% chocolate and we are doing a bracket the built bar bracket today's matchup is a delicious one cookies and cream versus coconut almond all the coconut flavors are awesome and it is being reflected in the bracket there have not been major coconut upsets and that's because built bar does coconut like nobody else i will say the cookies and cream which is my wife's favorite flavor she also loves the built bar so this is, this is a tough one for me. If you want to have your voice be heard on this, go to BuiltBar.com or go to Built underscore Bar on Twitter and let us know. Remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. Just as everyone predicted, the New York Giants were the big spenders in free agency. No, of course, they were the surprise team in all of this, though they had plenty of cap space. I don't think anyone predicted Kenny Galladay, Adoree Jackson, Kyle Rudolph, and a, a spree on some other depth pieces. Joining me now to try and figure out just how much this changes the outlook 
for the 2021 New York Giants, Patricia Trena, host of Locked on Giants. And Patricia, last year, the Giants were fighting for the playoffs right up until week 17, albeit in an NFC East that was very much a down year for them. How do you think the moves that they've already made and, and you know, the play, the the draft is still something that can change that. But how do you think the free agent move part of this affects the outlook for this 2021 Giants team? Well, I think they're all in, you know, they got a taste of, you know, being in it towards the to the bitter end last year, as you said, um, came up just short, missed out on a couple of games that probably would have put them over the top. But they are all in. You know, Joe Judge is building a great culture in that locker room. And here's the other thing you have to remember. You know, the window is closing. Pretty soon, Daniel Jones's rookie contract, they're going to have to address that. They're going to have to address Saquon Barkley. So get these guys in now and start you know, turning the tide to where maybe they start winning games, maybe they make the playoffs. And this way you have a better assessment of is Jones indeed your future franchise quarterback? I mean, the last thing they want to have, obviously, is like what Philadelphia had with Carson Wentz, Mm. where they extended him too early and then they had to cut him and now they're in cap hell. So I do think the Giants are all in on winning. They're determined to turn their, their misfortunes around. And at the very least, I think they would like to win the division and it's doable. It's certainly doable. It is a, still a relatively weak division and uh, see how far they can go. Clearly, we have two teams last year uh, in, in the Packers and Tampa Bay. They were there at the end. They look to once again be in the mix in the NFC as contenders. And then it seems like there's a pretty jumbled group of teams after that 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 can be a little bit difficult to predict. What are the Saints going to look like? What are the Falcons? What are the Panthers going to look like? What are the Rams going to look like? And and the Giants now with this spending spree seem to have put themselves in that mix. I didn't even mention Leonard Williams, who Dave Gettleman traded for um, and, and then was able to extend with a big money contract. So where do you see them now in terms of being able to compete? Are, are they in that next tier of teams now that feels like, hey, not only should we make the playoffs, we should be able to, you know, fancy ourselves as in the mix in the NFC. I'm not quite ready to say that they're going to be a Super Bowl contender. But with that said, I think if everybody stays healthy, I think if that offensive line, which, by the way, is the only position they haven't really addressed Series. I mean, they, they added one guy, a backup, but they haven't really addressed guard and whatnot. But if that offensive line performs as they think it will, I think they're go- the Giants are going to move into the next level of, of teams, the teams that are that should be in the mix for postseason and that should be able to at least come away with you know one win, if, if not more. And finally, vaccinated fans will soon have their own section at Miami Heat games. The Heat announced plans Tuesday to open two sections in their lower bowl only for fully vaccinated fans, starting with an April 1st game against the Golden State Warriors. The Heat are the first NBA team to reveal such a plan, though other clubs are believed to be working on similar measures. Masks will still be required even for the vaccinated fans, but social distancing rules will be slightly relaxed in those areas. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Bets, download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up Thursday, the NBA trade deadline is here. What teams are just one player away from being a contender? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked on Podcast ad 
free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.